Listener Production. G'day everyone, welcome to Willow Talk, Adam Peacock here, Brad Haddon uh, on a sabbatical, he's off uh, coaching his kids, <laughs> learn to hit the cricket ball very well, which they do very well, but Sam Ferris is here with me. Uh, Sammy, what have we got on the cards today? Special episode today, because mm. we're at the SCG, we've just done 11 interviews with some of the best men's Australian cricketers in the country at C8 Play Camp, it's a bit of a circus here, but uh, lots of gold and... Who were some of your highlights? Uh, uh, plenty of highlights. Ashton Agar, actually. Yeah. Deep and meaningful, it felt like, yeah. with Ashton Agar. So later uh, later in the year, we'll roll these out. We'll roll these out over the next couple of months. But um, Ashton was a bit of a highlight, and you sat there and listened to them all. Um, yeah. Any that I let you down with, or you're happy with most of them? I think pretty good from you. I'd give you a B plus. Not quite, <laughs> not quite FIFA Women's World Cup coverage <laughs> stuff, but it's right up there. Dwight <laughs> yeah. um, Richardson was a good chat. Yeah. Yeah, talk about gaming. He's an investor in gaming. Yeah, esports. So, so this is the stuff we've got coming your way over the next couple of months. But first up, today, we're going to go with a man who's very much in the news. He's got a big job ahead in the next couple of months. He does. He's Australia's new T20 captain and stand-in one-day captain for Pat Cummins. Uh, as we speak, he's on a flight to South Africa. Mm. Uh, you're going to hear from Mitch Marsh today. Uh, great chat. You actually did a great job with Mitch. Yeah, I'll give that an A+. Plus. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Appreciate it. So here's the chat with Mitch Marsh talking about being a captain, talking about his journey to this point as well and dealing with everything that he has in the past to turn his career around and now he's at his peak. Here's Mitch Marsh. Mitch, or is it Mr Marsh to me now that you're captain <laughs> or is it captain or is it boss? What is it? Right, just bison's fine. Boss? Bison. Okay, it's still bison. Yeah. <laughs> Lord bison now, is it? it sounds a lot if you better. want. <laughs> no, seriously, um, are you comfortable with the notion that uh, you're going to be leading a bunch of men and playing for Australia in some white ball cricket soon? I am. I'm comfortable with, the, with what's ahead. I'm mm. excited by it. Can be a big build-up being named captain of an Australian cricket team, but um, I've tried to keep it all under wraps and hopefully not a lot will change. When did you get inkling that this might be on the cards and might be happening and how did you process it all? Uh, yeah, just a lot of it was just through conversations with Ronnie, uh, Bales and, and Paddy as well throughout the England tour, certainly towards the back end when we knew that that was wrapping up and very proud that they see me as the leader of our group. Um, I think it's really important that we keep developing a lot of our young guys into leaders of Australian cricket and we get to a point where there's a number of us that can all captain aside. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the opportunity of hopefully winning a few games for Australia. So you got the T20 gig, that was locked in. Um, did you advise Pat to just, uh, you know what, I've, I've got the whole tour covered. You know, <laughs> you don't have to do the, the uh, 50 over stuff. Yeah, Paddy actually hasn't got a broken wrist. He just wanted a holiday. So um, <laughs> he's having South Africa off and I'll take charge. Um, but uh, it'll certainly be all his when he comes back. Yeah, for the World Cup, <laughs> obviously. What? What in your mind is captaincy in T20 cricket in particular? I think most importantly for T20, it's just making really clear, good tactical decisions under pressure. Mm. Um, the game can move pretty fast. You know, I've done a lot of work on the mental side of my, certainly my batting game and trying to be as clear as I possibly can under pressure. So hopefully I can take those learnings into my captaincy. And I guess the other thing is just making sure I create a really chilled, relaxed environment for, for guys to come in and mm. really enjoy playing cricket for Australia. That surprises me because you look like a guy that approaches life way too seriously. <laughs> like yeah, I am, yeah. Complete stress head. And Captain Grumpy. Yeah. Taking straight over from Finchie. <laughs> <laughs> that element of 
your <coughs> way of looking at things. We've all seen the test. We've all seen the air drums. We hear about <laughs> you, you know, you're, you're, you're leader of the coffee club in the morning. You're trying to keep vibes up. Does that twist in any way now that you're actually the captain and you're actually the guys that everyone's looking to in the dressing room to set a plan? I think probably one of the greatest lessons I've learnt re-leadership and stuff is just making sure I stay true to myself. Not a lot will change. I might be a little bit busier um, when it comes to the off-field stuff and preparation. I may have to miss out on the occasional round of golf. I actually just moved my first team meeting so I could play golf in the afternoon and gee, that was a great feeling. Um, <laughs> This whole power trip stuff, it's quite addictive. <laughs> what are the we'll trappings? <laughs> Apart from picking your own team meeting time to suit your backswing. Yeah. Are there other trappings that go with it that didn't, you didn't know about it? No, more just preparation stuff. Yep. Um, making sure I'm across everyone's preparation and um, mm. we're all on the same page so that when we're under pressure, it can all hopefully be as smooth as possible. Fair enough. And coffee's bought for you? You never have to buy a coffee on tour again? I've messaged the WhatsApp group three or four times with my coffee order just to... <laughs> Standard flat white, and hopefully that goes into a couple of beers as well. But um, did you get the respect that you thought you'd get back from that, or did you get a no? Get, I got get absolutely fucked. hounded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. So um, I'll work on that. Fair enough. What about just on the on-field stuff? Like T20 games happen really quickly, especially if one guy gets it going and he's 24 off four yep. balls in one over. Yep. How do you develop that, or is it something that you've had to live and learn along the way? I'd imagine it's pretty hard to learn in front of a computer or on a chalkboard how yeah. to deal with that. Yeah, I think there'll be certain situations that I lean on, having captain the Scorchers in WA at certain times. And I really loved watching Finchie go about his business. Mm. And sometimes when you're out in the boundary, you can sort of think about what he's doing and, um, and try and understand what decisions he was trying to make. And I guess the other thing is leaning on others as well. It's not just me out there. Um, ultimately, I'll be making the decisions, but I'll have other leaders within our group that I'll go to and also the bowling group. Like At international level, you expect guys to stand at the top of their mark and be able to set their own fields and, and make sure they're across it. So um, I'll also put a bit of onus back on them and mm -hmm. if it goes to shit, it's not all on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what good captains do. Brilliant captaincy. <laughs> Brilliant captaincy. Where are you going to put yourself in the field? First slit. Yeah. South Africa could be one for 200 off 12 overs and I'll be at first slit. <laughs> <laughs> What's the backup to that? You're going to have a backup as a captain. Yeah, probably cover. Yep. It'll get me out of doing a, a bit of boundary riding. I was going to say, you're never yeah. going to be on the boundary again, are no, you? No. Well, the one thing about not being captain was I could hide at short 45 or yeah. short third man. So that probably won't be the case anymore. I'll give that mantle back to Zamps. So yep. um, I'll be in the thick of it, but I'll love it. Excellent. World Cup with Pat back, obviously, but you'll still have a leadership role. Uh, what's the anticipation of this event on these decks in front of these crowds? Oh, it's going to be huge. I mean, in terms of World Cup goes, there's nothing bigger than when they're played in India. So mm. I can't wait to be a part of it. I'm looking forward mm. to traveling around India. I think it'll be about six and a half months in India this year after the World Cup. So I'll come back speaking fluent Hindi. Um, <laughs> you got any words for us? Uh, probably none that I can say on air. <laughs> the young boys only teach us swear words, which is not great, but uh, I can say please and thank you. It's just going to be huge. Uh, yeah. There's so many good teams that there's not a clear winner for me. You know, there's, mm. there's four or five teams that could win it. It's the new format, nine games. It's going to be brutal, the schedule. Mm. We actually are going to rely on a full squad to win it, so it's bloody exciting. Top of the order. How much do you enjoy that? I uh, love it, yeah. I'm not sure I'll be there, but... Um, really? No. 
there's a little man called David Warner that I dare say will probably be, uh, be switching top. around though. <laughs> yeah. you never know. I love the opportunity and I love batting with Hetty, but yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure where that'll land. So, but you'll bat anywhere. I'll bat anywhere, as yeah. they always say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're going to start this summer as an incumbent, all three formats. It's taken a while to get there to, to that stage, <laughs> has it not? It has. It certainly has. Um, there's still a lot of cricket to be played before that first test match of the summer, but um, hopefully I'm there. Yeah. Did you ever think that that was it? Obviously, was it ever an aim? Or how was it for you getting to this stage where you are right now in your career? Well, I worked extremely hard to get back into that test team. Mm. Um, and it was certainly nice to take that opportunity. You know, but Cameron Green's an, an exceptional talent and there's no doubt he'll be back to his best form very soon. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out. But I think... I've always had the mentality that I want to play as much cricket as I possibly can. Test cricket is the absolute pinnacle. Mm. And, yeah, the road I took to get back was a bloody long one, but mm. hopefully uh, there's still a bit left in me. Now, the question. How many times has Mitchell Marsh typed into YouTube, Mitch Marsh 100? <laughs> All right. Ashes. So this is hand on heart. Yeah. I haven't watched a replay of that innings yet. Why? I couldn't find it on the net, actually. No. No, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> the full winnings. It's there. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. I... Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Mate, if I was you, I'd be watching that every morning. Yeah. Before I, my coffee. I'm sure I'll watch really it at some stage. I haven't really had time, to be honest. I just, yeah, once I got home, I wanted to completely switch off from cricket. And How'd you do that? I uh, went to the Maldives for a little surf trip on the way home. Oh, just nice. ducked in. Who with? Uh, one of my best mates from Sydney, yep. he flew over. I didn't invite my wife, Greta, uh, so I copped a little bit of grief for that. But, well, um, that's a really good introduction to married life, but anyway, yeah. we'll get to that a bit yeah. later. Yeah, a couple of nights there, which was amazing, just uh, completely unwind, and then yep. had 10 days at home with uh, my beautiful wife, so uh, it was lovely. Beautiful. Honeymoon get, after the honeymoon, huh? Had to get that in there after I didn't invite her to the <laughs> yeah, Maldives. Exactly. The Maldives. <laughs> it's not like it's the Maldives and it's a nice spot or anything like that. It's where not you very can romantic. Spend some quality no. time. <laughs> I was in a shared room, head to toe, with a mate who sleepwalks, so it was hardly romantic. Mate, you've got to a stage in life where you're not sharing rooms, surely. You're the captain of an Australian cricket team, for yeah, goodness it's sakes. All part of the journey. <laughs> Roughing it, it's nice. It's, a, it's great. It's a part of the journey that you don't need to keep on taking, <laughs> surely. Maybe, maybe. I think you can upgrade yourself next time. But with that inning, so you, you, you've not watched it, but what pops into your head when I mention it? Happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, the emotions that I felt on that day, especially when I almost ran out heady on 99, <laughs> they were emotions that I'd never really felt before. Yeah. You know, I've faced, in terms of it, sportsman I've faced adversity with a perspective on life that I haven't really truly faced any great adversity but the journey that I took to get back um, the fact that I never gave up when I had plenty of conversations with people around me that I didn't want to play test cricket anymore but I just hung on to it and why why'd you hang on to it there's a part of me that never quite believed that I was good enough for test cricket and mm. that that held me back and I got to the stage where I started performing for Australian the white ball formats and I guess started to find my feet a little bit, be really comfortable in my own skin and mm. gain confidence in myself. So I just thought, I got to the point where I was like, well, actually, maybe I'll give it one more crack. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But at least I can say that I yeah. didn't quit. A lot of 
people have an opinion on who should be in that Australian Test cricket team. And more than a few say about you along the journey, what's he even in the conversation for? Now, a personality like David Warner would approach that and go, well, stuff you, that's going to fill my motivation tank. Yep. For you, did it have the opposite effect? I think so, yeah. With, I guess, who I am and how I like to approach life, um, mm. proving people wrong is not the way I go about stuff. Do I enjoy the game? Absolutely. I guess finding out my why and what makes me tick, mm. both with cricket and outside of cricket, has allowed me to, I guess, get to this point where I came in and yeah. slogged a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled it a couple. Yeah. It was beautiful to watch. You should try and watch the replay one time. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Your old man and your brother went off their brains as well Didn't watching just? it. <laughs> did you see them? Yeah, I did. Um, I saw that video just as I walked into the press conference. Oh, yeah? Um, so I was a little bit rattled by it because I've never seen my dad show emotion like that. Fair dinkum. Yeah. Um, oh, but Swamp was, just sits there like Yoda does yeah, it usually? Yeah, pretty much. He's a nervous character. The other parts of that is some bloke came up to Sean when I first went in and said, every time... Mitch hits a boundary, I'll buy you a shot. <laughs> um, how, could, how was he still standing? So that bloke left when I got to 50. Because <laughs> he was about 100 bucks deep. <laughs> um, what were the shots? Uh, I'm not sure what kind of shots they were. They couldn't have been too strong. Um, <laughs> Sean didn't look drunk in that video. so. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it was pretty incredible to, yeah, the day how it all panned out with Sean being over there for his party. And, and then them being able to go and sit and watch at the pub and yeah. watch me do my thing was um, pretty special for the oh, family. How bloody good. Mm. Well, you said you haven't watched it. Producer Sam's got it here. We're not going to sit through the whole thing, but have you got the part where he gets to 100 here, it's Sam? It's only two hours. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, it's 10 minutes. Where's this? 10-minute highlight package of you, if you're not. Nice. That could be me tonight. Is this you getting to 100? No, that was me just a little cover drive to get off the mark before lunch. Okay, we won't go through the whole thing, but... Are you sure? Yeah, that was a nice one. When, at what point during that knock did it feel, you know what? It's going to take, <laughs> it's gonna it's take something incredible to get out here. Um, like you, you were just in a groove. Yeah, I was in a groove. I think, uh, weirdly, there's a ball um, that Chris Wokes bowled to me about five minutes before lunch, mm. and I tried to hit him out of, the, out of Headingley. <laughs> I missed it. But that was like... Sort of mentally for me, like a real trigger that I was in the frame of mind where I wanted to take the game on and mm. didn't matter the game situation. So weirdly enough, I didn't hit that ball before. I completely missed it, but I felt completely in the groove and yeah, excited to be out there. Okay, fair enough. Odd, <laughs> odd. Um, mentioned your brother, Sean, before. What's it like not having him around the WA set up for the first time in about 170 years? <laughs> it feels like 20 years it is actually. Yeah. but uh, It's going to be different. Yeah. I've never known cricket without Sean. Even mm. when I was younger and he was playing, I was always sort of looking up to him and chasing him. So yeah. it'll be different. To I'm sure he's looking forward to coming down to the Wacker and not being nervous and not having the anxiety of thinking about nicking off. Looking for someone to buy him shots as his brother. He might be up for that at the Wacker. <laughs> Irresponsibility can be his forte now exactly that he's not right. a professional athlete. Exactly, so. exactly. But how is it for you? Living all you, you have all the, all the way through, um, the Marsh name obviously synonymous with Australian yep. Australian cricket, and but you're still going and almost at the top of your game, weirdly enough. Yeah, it's um, I'm the last man standing. 
you know, hopefully I can carry on that yep. journey for us for a few more years. It's been an amazing sort of 12 to 18 months and mm. I'm hopeful that I'll still be hanging around in another 12 <laughs> to 18 months. <laughs> Who gave you the nickname Bison? Jason Bloody Gillespie. Yeah? Yeah. On my first Australia A tour in, um, in Zimbabwe. Yep. When I was younger, everyone said that I had a massive head. Yeah. Um, so I'm not really sure what that's about. You don't actually have the biggest head in Australian cricket. No, though. Andrew McDonald does, yeah. No, I'm Sean sure. Abbott does. I talked really? to the guy who makes the Australian helmets before. Well, there so you Sean go. Abbott has well, the biggest fit. He hasn't measured Andrew McDonald. That okay. thing is <laughs> ginormous. Big slab. Big slab. <laughs> but apparently on average, the yep. bison's head weighs 200 kilos. 200 kilo head? I know. And I don't know if 200, but that's what they went with when I was 18 and I believed it. Yeah. I stupidly said to him, don't call me bison. Oh. Yeah. Just a young man. Mitchell. A young, naive man. Boy. Mm. Almost. And uh, the bison stuck, so. Jason Gillespie. There's, an, there's a bison emoji, though, and that gets me up and about. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just talk in emojis. Are you a Buffalo Bills fan as well? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> a bison, yeah. Well, they, they were floating around everywhere when you. Yeah, love when it. You, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, you've come to appreciate it now? I do, yep. It's a unique nickname, mm. bison. That's the way it goes. First <laughs> Australian captain with the nickname bison. Correct. There and you go. Probably the last. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Well, never know. Your kids, <laughs> your lineage, it yep. could live on. You never know. You mentioned before about the, the recent marriage. Best man speeches, how are they? Because I'd imagine whoever was your best man got up there and did your speech, had a few stories to get off their chest. Yeah, they were outstanding. I had Brad Shepherd, a former West Coast Eagles. He's my cousin, first cousin, and been my best friend since we were yep. born. He made an incredible speech. Tears or laughter? Probably more laughter mm-hmm. than tears. And then Sean walks up to the to do his speech with a glass of wine and a beer in his hand. So <laughs> at that point in time, I knew it was potentially a bit of trouble. Uh, but Sean made the most beautiful speech. Oh, did he? A lot of tears, yep. uh, a lot of happy tears. Yep. And he hates public speaking. He mm. has never liked being in front of cameras no. and doing media and all that sort of stuff. But the way he spoke was um, incredible. Oh, so nice. Had the two boys up there. Couldn't split them. Beautiful. Good stuff. Just on your brother, is he an alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not yet. No. Yeah, it's <laughs> Another right. year in retirement. <laughs> He's just enjoying himself, enjoying Correct. himself. Correct. Hey, Dave Warner. So he'll play his last game for Australia, test cricket, potentially, at this ground yep. this summer. Got a story about Dave Warner? Something pops uh, into your head quickly? Got a story, got a story. Yeah, Dave Warner is probably the only person in my life that's ever truly bullied me. Mm-hmm. When I first came into the Australian team, I couldn't look at him without him abusing me. Uh, and Why? I'm not sure. I think it was because he liked me, but he was just trying to... Okay. He was just bull. He's always got one target in the team. When yeah. I was younger... Yeah. So I would walk into a room and say, hey, bull. And he'd say, shut up, mate. <laughs> and then just walk off. <laughs> okay. And then, it's more on him, though, not on you, you yeah, realise. Yeah. yeah. And then it got to the point one day where I was like, mate, I've had enough. Yeah. Like, we're done. Mm. And then, yeah, that was it. Been mates ever since. <laughs> <laughs> and if I knew that's what it took, it wouldn't have cost me three years of pain. But oh, three years! <laughs> <laughs> um, but we've grown to be you know, really good mates. Mm. I've loved batting with him in the short formats of the game, having you know, batted three in the T20s the last couple of years, and we've had some amazing partnerships. Mm. And we've also spent a couple of years at Delhi together, so I feel like I've spent 12 months of the year with Bull for the last three or four years, and he's just a 
He's a good man. What's he like when he's in full flow out in the middle and you're at the other end? What's the conversations like? Is it him against the world still? And he's, no, he's, he's actually... To take everything um, on? He loves talking about the game when you're out there. Mm-hmm. And he loves, like, sometimes he'll walk up to me and be like, he's going to bowl here. And, he'll, and they'll bowl exactly where Davey says okay. he's going to bowl, which is actually really hard <laughs> to, because if you're kind of thinking it's going to be there, it takes yeah. all, away all your natural instincts. But he's really smart when it comes to his batting. I've loved batting with him. Yeah, fair enough. So it's his last summer. How much cricket you reckon you got left? I mean, I'd love to play for another five years, five or six years, get, yep. to, get to 27 and be done. <laughs> I'm getting old now, so I'm, I'm making all these jokes that I'm only 25. <laughs> I thought you meant 2027 20, the year. No, 27 no years me being of age. 27 years of age, yeah. Okay, fair enough. But uh, <laughs> no, if I can get to 35 and 36 and yep. we'll see how it goes. But um, the nature of the beast, I could be done next year. Who knows? Nature of the bison, mate. You'll keep going. Correct. I actually... <laughs> <laughs> Adam Vogue just sent me a, a little snippet of a book he's reading at the moment yeah. about the bison yeah. and it's going to take me forward for the next five years. Okay, Amazing. excellent. Yeah. There's a book so about bisons. Do you want me to read it to you? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. We got, we got time for that? Yeah, can I? We do. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I actually don't know if it's any good, but is it, what, it may is be it really embarrassing. A little part from a book about bisons in particular. Yeah. The American bison has worked out that if they run head on into the storm they will get to the other side of the storm swiftly, therefore spend less time being impacted by the storm. Ask yourself, when you're next in a challenging situation, who will you be, the bison or the cow? <laughs> How good is that? <laughs> well, Let's go and find some storms. <laughs> well, if you ever get around to watching your bloody highlights, that's exactly that, word for word, your innings. Exactly right. In the ashes. Correct. Do it again, will you? Yep. Good Sounds luck. good. <laughs> Thanks, mate.